Jake Fire this week for whoever knows what reason. Today we got a pretty big show for you. Uh, Joe didn't like one of the ideas that I had. We have an anti-bracket. Uh, we have a social media trend that is dividing the nation. Uh, I'm going to take a big old crap on Taysom Hill. We, and I'll, as always, clown of the week and shower pissers. Now, Joe, can you uh, enlighten the listeners as to why you quote unquote hate my idea that I was just throwing out there? Yeah. Go so uh, unlike you, I listen to your shows when you do them. Uh, so I was listening to oh, it yesterday you. when I was driving. Yeah. Oh, thanks for admitting one, one, you don't listen to mine. One so, of my three listeners. Is that how many listens you got? You only got three. <laughs> no, I don't know what I'm at right now. I don't like the headhunt. Okay. Well, you threw out in the beginning of the episode of you said you referred to get to the point as a podcast network. That made me mad. I don't know why. It just did. I was. I didn't like, like. No, I don't like the way that sounds. It sounds like crap. Well, now we're branching out. I don't like the sound of a network. We're not. We could be get to the would, point and spell point like p o y n t like some other companies. You know how they change words. Oh, and, that's very funny. And <laughs> you're bashing the company we work for. Great. No, Great start. no. I'm just saying it's pretty trendy nowadays to, for companies to. You know, and like it's not TikTok like we work for a company. T-I-K-T-O-K. It, it, you know, it's we not. P O N T. You're an idiot. No, because I get the vibe with the whole get to the point network thing. It makes me think of the whole unwrap sports network. Like that stuff's crap. I don't, or like the belly up sports network. That, I see that crap all over Twitter because we follow those clowns. And when I get bored, I occasionally listen to them. And I'm like, oh, let's see how, like, how these people are doing. They're, How the competition is. The, I don't even consider a competition. It's poorly oh. produced. Oh. The audio quality is terrible. It's some jack wagon that's 25 that rambles, and then their host and then their host will randomly chime in and go, Yes. That that's what that's what all of them are. They're all like that. And none of them sound like they're recording into a microphone. It sounds like Jake Fire recording into his cell phone, which we did last week, which is why I hate doing that so much, because it sounds amateur. But that is a separate issue. Honestly, it gave me good it gave me good inspiration for the idea that we had previously. I'm not gonna get into that because there's a lot of shows out there we could we could crap on. Nonetheless, though. The reason why I don't like the whole idea of branching out that you said and like, oh, you know, if you're interested and want to join the network, feel free to. No, I don't. First of all, no one's as good as us. Second of all, oh. I everyone sucks. Everyone. Oh. I don't want anyone unless I trust them. Okay. I don't want some random slappy listening in that we don't know going, hey, can I join? And and then we have to spend a month. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we have to spend a month teaching them how to do things and like explaining stuff. Now, if somebody presents to us that we don't know that, that actually seems like a good option, maybe I'll consider it. But I don't want anyone. And on top of that, the one thing I hate the most is having to chase people to do I mm-hmm. absolutely hate having to do that. So when it comes to the time that, that somebody hasn't done a show in three weeks, 
I hate having to do that. I'm be like, hey man, when are you gonna record? Hey man, when are you gonna record? I hate having to do that. I would like to not have to worry about that. We can barely get Jake Fire on this freaking show. <laughs> what makes you think we can hold some other person accountable to produce side content? Uh, because they might like doing it opposed to our other co-hosts. <laughs> Well, Joe, I was also talking out of my neck just to start the show. Well, so. don't do that. Uh, maybe I'll have another idea next week. If you, I'm gonna get mad maybe again I'll if you do. <laughs> you gotta do it on Periscope what? so I can call in. No, no, no. I'll have it. I'll, no, I'll no, have an no, idea. No. Okay, come up with a random idea. Now, now, look. If oh, it's somebody, I've already come up with it, by the way. I would. Oh, great. What is it? Maybe someone can shoot some emails over to somebody. Who knows? What? What are you talking about? You don't need any, you'll hear next week. Okay. Well, the one thing I will cap off your idea with is saying maybe I'll consider it if it's somebody that we know that has actually the audio background because I don't want some slappy that uses GarageBand and a, a, a low rate microphone. That's not what I want. I would, if we're going to do it, it has to be something that we know and trust. Like if Josh Toronto was listening, he doesn't listen. But if he was like, hey, I, I kind of want to do that. Let me get on board. I would love to have Josh. Other people, probably not. That's fine. Okay. Well, as I lead into this, hopefully uh, you could take a look at the doc. And uh, into our next topic here, Joe presented us a nice little uh, idea. Uh, for the bracket this week, which was movie snacks. Snacks that you consume when you are going to see a movie in the theater. And Joe and I like seeing movies in the theater. It's an event. And for this, we had to do a little research, see what the general nationwide vibe was for movie snacks. And Joe found an article from purewow.com written by Sarah Steve Otter this is nice this is such a (laughs) despicable article one because of her rankings two because of how she presents the rankings and, and three just kind of the pandering that she puts into it Joe, did you get that same sense in yeah, this article? N- n- yeah, I I don't want to get into semantics of it, but I was just looking for suggestions just so I had a list of things. I was too lazy to conjure them up in my own head. And I found this article. I'm scrolling through it. I'm not paying attention to the numbers. I get to the number one. And this MF put wine as the number one movie snack. That's not a snack. And who the hell, what pretentious piece of crap goes into a movie theater and drinks wine? Now, I get the whole sneak and a seltzer in thing. That's fun. I don't mind doing that. But if you're drinking wine in a movie theater, get the hell out. You don't belong. I don't want you in my movie theater. If next person I see drinking a glass of wine in a movie theater, I will knock it out of their hand. I well, promise you that. Not, it, it's not a glass of wine. The way that she put it was, we never said these had to be sold in the theaters. <laughs> Thermoses well, were invented for a reason, it. people. It, you have to read these. It is so unbearable. You know what she said about Sour Patch Kids? What? Was she ranked at 13? Would be higher if not for the orange ones. Also, dare we say it, too sour? 
too sour. All right. Well, let, let, okay. Let, let's just finish this up by saying it came from the website Pure Wow. I don't know what we I already expected. said that. It, I, I don't said know the, the website know, but and it, the author. It sounds like some BuzzFeed spinoff. I, like it's probably some intern who wrote this or someone who does it on the side for fun. I don't give a crap. They're bad at writing. They shouldn't be doing it. Also, I did like probably their sh- rationale for pizza, though. What was the rationale? A movie-going experience should really be void of smells. I did like that. That's good. That's not when bad. she wrote that, you shouldn't be nice. eating cooked food in a movie theater. You shouldn't. You should not be eating the cooked food in the movie theater. There are acceptable snacks, and there are unacceptable snacks. Now, the eight worst snacks that we have for the movie theater. Wait, can I ask a question? Uh, yeah. Are we determining the winner of each matchup? Based on if they're the better of the two or the worst of the two? The worst. Oh, okay. The eight worst snacks that we have determined. Raisinets. Pizza. Snow caps. Hot dogs. French fries. Snacks from home. Corn dogs. And junior mints. I like a lot of these snacks aside from movies. Let that be noted. I believe Joe does also. Pizza, hot dogs, french fries, uh, corn dogs, all good. But these foods should not be consumed in the theater. And also added on to that, the prepared foods from the theater itself worsens the product also. Joe, our first matchup here, if you don't have any other thoughts to lead us in. I do not, so let's get to it. The one seed Raisinets versus the eight seed Pizza. Again, folks, random seeding just because that's so it's not chalk all the way. Joe, your thoughts, what is worse in a movie theater to eat during a movie, Raisinets or Pizza? Mm. See, Raisinets are hot garbage. Um, yeah. Oh, man. If I had to pick between the two, which would I rather eat, though? I definitely would rather eat the Raisinets, just for the reason of, I hate the taste, I don't like Raisinets, but just for the reason of, I don't want grease all over my hands and having to sit in a movie theater, I don't want that mess, and also, movie theater pizza is disgusting, so Mm -hmm. I'd rather eat crappy raisins than really crappy pizza. Movie theater pizza sucks. Raisinets are probably the worst candy ever created. Probably the the worst. Raisinets fans, if you're listening to this show, you don't have to anymore. If you're offended by that. They're terrible, and you know they're terrible, but for some reason you like them. Pizza in a movie theater is disgusting. It is the worst of the two. I agree with you, Joe. Pizza moves on to the second round. All right. Next match up here, snow caps versus the hot dog. Do you actually like snow caps? No. Okay, good. I, I despise snow, them. Snow caps are disgusting. This isn't uh, a a baseball game, though. I don't want to eat a freaking hot dog in the movie theater. I've never eaten a hot dog in a movie theater, but I can only imagine eating a hot dog in a movie theater would give you such horrible indigestion. Uh, I, I would feel disgusting eating that during a movie. I want to be relaxed. I want to feel like I'm enjoying a snack, not feeling like I'm going to implode and that I feel like a greased up fat piece of crap. So I'm okay. going to go with the snow caps here. 
Uh, oh, no, the no, wait. The, two? Yeah. the better of the two, I'm picking a hot dog to continue. Joe, let me enlighten you about the horrors of a movie theater hot dog. Oh, you've eaten one. I've eaten one. Oh, no. <laughs> a movie theater hot dog makes a 7-Eleven Big Bite look like it was a five-star meal. They are gray. They are cold. They're lukewarm. They they have no snap to them. It's just a mush. And you're eating it. And you're like, why did I do it? I got suckered in by the smell and the bun. And it was just... it tasted gray it tasted dirty it tastes like it had been sitting in hot dog water for two days hot dog is moving on to the next round and you know that it's been sitting there for just more than a day it's or at ugh. least the full day by the time you actually go and buy the hot can i know when was this and why did you make this decision because i need to know more i've never I had that much of a lack of self-control that I was willing to eat a hot dog in a movie theater. I believe I was seeing the Avengers. And I was so excited. That Wait, which like, which oh. Avengers? Um, Infinity War. Wait, you saw Infinity War with me? I saw Endgame with you. Oh, you're right. That's right. Okay, continue. Thanks for letting me continue. You're welcome. It was a while ago, but it's made such an impact on me. I'll never have another one. I'll never have another movie theater hot dog. Next matchup, Joe. French fries or snacks from home? I can tell you're very mad about this bracket and the foods that are on here because this is the most aggressive you've <laughs> we've flown through this. <laughs> this bracket. I hate you're, all of this so just, I hate these. You're just approaching everything like French fries, snack from home. It's a lot of yelling. I don't know how much well, you know, think you're yelling. <laughs> it's it's funny. I am. I think it's entertaining because the people that are Eating blissfully this enjoying this <laughs> that are just soaking it in. Oh, I, someone's gonna tweet me. Oh. You don't like hot dogs in the movies? How do you not? No, 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 no. If anyone tweets you about that, I, no. Unfollow, blocked. If you tell me you eat a hot dog in a movie theater, we have a problem. The Uh, Gardias of the world enjoy these in a movie theater. (laughs) Uh, My pick for this next one. What's worse? I would at least be willing to to suffer through some french fries because i think like even bad french fries they're like "Eh, okay i'll eat them your hands are a little greasy the smell is sometimes not overly overwhelming it's kind of a a a warm cooked variation of popcorn because it's just salty and and greasy popcorn's a lot better and honestly french fries don't belong in a movie theater but I'm not I, – I always hated – my family was never the family to bring snacks from home. But I always hated going to the movie theater with the families that brought snacks from home because it was never anything good. It was always the family that was cheap, that didn't have to be cheap, and would bring stupid crap like raisins or someone would bring fruit. It's never good <laughs> snacks. It's never like someone brings in a bag of Twizzlers. Now, if you have an extra bag of Twizzlers at home, I fully encourage you to bring them. Don't waste the money. But no, I hate the people that do this. Don't bring your own in the movie theater. Spend the money. Spend $30 on a bag of popcorn. 
Now, I do bring snacks from movie theaters, but I'll stop out 7-Eleven on the way and get some of the snacks there. Good stuff. Yeah, the candy, Not this garbage. the stuff you can buy at the movie theater, but for a reduced rate. We're talking so, about the ass hats that bring sandwiches to the movie theater. Yeah. There's some about them, and I, I can respect the grind in a way of trying to not get hustled by this sucking conglomerate that is the movie theater prices. But at, the, at some point, you're like, am I really bringing a sandwich to the movie theater in tinfoil? <laughs> I've never had movie theater french fries. I don't think I ever will. Joe, what do you think is the worst of the two? Uh, I'm gonna, I am going to go with snacks from home. Just don't be the guy who spills baked beans on yourself at the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch uh, I'll go too. with I'll, I'll um I'm not gonna oppose you there just because of the morons that bring in a full fledged meal. Yes. Last matchup of the first round. Yep. The corn dog and or mini corn dogs and versus junior mints. I think that the corn dog is probably disgusting. It's probably just as bad as the hot dog, but I hate junior mints. Junior mints are disgusting. You, I, I'm not a fan of minty candy. It's just like, no, Mm-mm. bad candy. It moves on. I always get a pack of junior mints to the theater and I always regret it. Uh, why would you suffer through something like that? That's, that's just, it's, it's not worth it. The corn dogs at the theater. Oh no, don't are this. not. Oh, I've had, I had oh, the corn dogs and the hot dog no. the same day. At the what? theater. Yeah. Wait, so you made the mistake and you went back and made another mistake? Uh, actually, what was wrong with you? That must well, have been a long night. That, that, you I must got have been... the hot dog and I'm like, wow, that was terrible. And then I, I, I remember smelling the corn dogs when I was walking through. I'm like, wow, those, the mini corn dogs are starting to, to get me. And they were just, they planted a little seed in my mind. I went and got them. Terrible also. Just a, a hair better than the hot dog. Who hurt you on that day that you felt like you needed to subject yourself to not just, just the one, but both of them on the same day? I, I, I couldn't sleep if I ate both of those things in, in, in one sitting. I, it was uh, just... The hot dog gave me a feeling of emotional uneasiness. Like the physical stuff, that didn't make much of an impact. But emotionally, the hot dog <laughs> took a really big toll <laughs> on me. Corn dogs, not as much. Um, junior mints always suck. <laughs> I don't hate them, but I, I, I'm always mad for buying them. So junior mints can move on uh, for me. I'm not going to okay. oppose you on that one. Okay. Okay, second round here. Pizza versus the hot dog. Joe, what's what's worse to have in the theater? This is actually kind of tough. Both this should are, almost be the final matchup. Both are improperly prepared. The pizza's probably microwaved. The hot dog is sitting and rotating for just hours on end. I'm I'm gonna pick the hot dog just from your description of it alone, but just seeing those sad sphering rotating meat poles sitting in the movie theater, just looking at them and having utter disgust. I I have to pick the hot dog because I think you can kind of suffer through some bad pizza. If you make that poor decision, Um, the the hot dog has to take the, take the cake. Have you had pizza at a movie theater? Um, no. Okay, good. It's just also pizza seems sadder to me than a hot dog in a movie. 
it seems like it's a sad thing. Whereas the hot dog is every single negative emotion rolled into one. It's depression, self-loathing. It's <laughs> disgust with what you're putting into your body. You're eating a, a physical form of... It's like, it's like nothing you've ever experienced, Joe. And I think if anybody is getting a little too um, big-headed in life or big-headed, uh, you know, a little big for their britches, they seem like... Like, nothing can stop me. You go to a movie theater, you have a hot dog there, you tell me if you still feel as good about yourself. That thing will put you back to earth immediately. It will humble you. Hot dog moves on. I hate it. Okay. I hate it. Good, good. Next matchup here. Snacks from home versus the junior mints. Joseph. Uh, I'm still riding the snacks from home on the premise that it is never a good snack. It's always something healthy. It's always something stupid. It's always that ass hat that brings in the the uh, um, the tin foil container of pasta or spaghetti. I I have to. Uh, I've never done it, but just seeing people do it, you're the worst kind of people. You're up next to the people that drink wine in the movie theater. I can guarantee the people that drink wine would willingly do this. I'm not going to oppose you there. Um, I'm a snack bringer in her, but I yeah. don't, I'm not, I'll bring one bag of candy. I'm not bringing in enough to feed Cox's army. I am just bringing enough for myself. I'm putting it in my pocket. I'm walking in. Simple as that. Snacks from home. The majority of you that do it, do it wrongly, and it just uh, it embarrasses the rest of us that do it correctly. Snacks from home moves on. All right, Joe, hot dog versus snacks from home. The this, finale. This has to be the one of the few brackets where we'll ever agree this much. I hate the people, like I said, that bring the snacks from home, but I'm going to pick the hot dog. It, ha- it is the clear-cut favorite here. If you have ever ordered a hot dog in a movie theater, I would like to know your story. I would like to know what happened to you during that day, what the week leading up to it. I, I see. I I want to hear if Nick Masseroni has had a hot dog in a movie theater. I don't know why, but I have a feeling that he he was suckered in the same way that you were, Sean. Uh, but I want to hear from someone. I want to hear why you did that to yourself and how you felt afterwards. That's all. I want to hear it too. I want to see. I want to. I want to share my misery with others. I want this to be like an open forum of of movie theater hot dog eaters, where we discuss the pains and the tribulations that we've had to go through with making that decision. Hot dogs in the movie theater is the worst snack on planet Earth. Thank you. Good bracket, Joe. It's a trap to, to 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 rope in fat people. Which worked really successfully yes. on you. And it makes them feel worse about themselves. Yeah. Okay, Joe. Now, I don't particularly know where you stand on this. This next topic. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to try to take a unbiased approach when it comes to this argument that we are seeing. There was a okay. video that surfaced on Twitter of a man in the last row of a plane and there was a woman who was in the row ahead of him and she had leaned her seat back and he is in the seat where it cannot lean back therefore she reduced his already diminished leg room even more the man responds by continuously punching the back of the woman's seat it's not punching but it's a it's a it's rabbit punching tapping it's, 
Yeah, it's fists. His his fists are pushed up against the chair, and it's just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, like a a little jackhammer in the back of the chair. So she cannot uh, sit comfortably either. Now, who in this situation is wrong, Joe? They're both wrong. Um, Uh But, okay, but hear me out. The original, in the circumstance of someone reclining onto the back final row of the plane, you are 100% in the wrong. I've been in that situation before on a team flight where I was crammed and stuck in the back row. I was upset because I was stuck in that seat because honestly, that's disrespectful. I won't, I won't get into that because I was a senior. Didn't feel like I, that was very fair to me that they shoved me there. There's freshman skill position players that had a, you know, better seats than I did. Don't want to get into that, but I was, I was cramped. I was stuck with all the other specialists and I forget who it was right in front of me who leaned their chair all the way back. And as soon as they did it, you got enough room. (laughs) It wasn't Donnie. Um, Immediately, as soon as that happened, I just I tapped him on the shoulder, say like, "Hey, man, I really like my back is pressed up against here. I don't have a lot of room. Can you just scoot it up a little bit?" He scooted it up. I would say three quarters to about a third of the way up. It was still tight, but that is the respectful thing to do. Maybe you don't realize how tight it is behind you, and you're not paying attention. I get it, but you should have. If you're the guy in that situation. If someone does that to you and they're being a POS, they're being a piece of crap, they're being they're not paying attention, you need to have the social maturity to just say like, hey, excuse me, I'm really, I'm really tight back here. Can you move your chair up? Now, if that person says no, I would I would keep kneeing the crap out of their chair the whole flight. If that person has the entitlement to tell me no. After you politely ask them, screw them at that point. I know, I really don't care. Oh, everything is open game. But to sit there and 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 tap the back of the seat and and punch it in a jittering fashion while like you're trying child. to yeah, like a child while you're watching whatever cartoon on your phone, probably watching some form of anime. Um, he was watching a real movie. It was real people in the phone. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't analyze the phone. But that's a low blow. To, but continue. to do that and to and to make like a cringing face while this woman is filming you, like holy hell, man! Get a grip on your on yourself. Is that is that how you're gonna handle and react in that situation? I get getting frustrated, but just say something. People would. It, people will react in the right way if you at least compassionately ask them. To move it, but I still stand on the premise, lady. Move your goddamn seat. I need more information about this. I need to know if he had asked her prior, or if he was just having a bad day. I know. I it bet got you, a little worse. I bet and you then he didn't he said, ask. I'm going to take it out on her. I, that looks like a man that was too afraid to say something and got all worked up and started tapping her seat and was like, "Oh, she'll move eventually." That pisses me off a little more. You know that that. I think the lady should move up. Joe, I almost got into a straight-up fist fight with one of my teammates on a plane because he was not awarding me my leg room behind him. I am too damn big to be in one of the real seats. I Who was it? Who was Rice it? Rice Johnson. <laughs> you, do you not recall that? I don't remember that, but I would have guessed raw. <laughs> we, I shoved the living daylight out of the back of his chair once. 
He said, smoke, don't do that. And then I did it again when he leaned it back even more, and I pushed him, and he actually lunged out and hit the front of his seat. Then he stood up, and then I stood up, and then we started jawing back and forth to each other till uh, Coach Flanagan had to say, hey, guys, break it up. You know, shut up and sit down. <laughs> we just lost. And I'm like... Do you understand, Coach Flanagan? Do you understand what's going on here? I got no leg room. I got nothing. Wait, wait, wait. So, so f- did you say to Ra, though, as soon as he put it back, say, like, yo, Ra, can you scoot this up a little bit? Or yes. did you immediately get mad at him? No, 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 no. I, I told him, hey, man, can you move it up? I have no room. And he, he his, his response was, no, I'm not going to? No. Or he ignored you? No, he ignored me a little, and then he said no. That's that's kind of like the Keith Wells situation, but not as bad that I had to deal with, which was putting his feet on my headrest on a bus. I don't want to get into that, but still, I, I I see where you're coming from, and I completely understand the frustration. And in the end of the day, he ended up in the last seat. That's the card that he was dealt, and it looks like he didn't even have a conversation with the woman. From that it's his fault. If the woman was being a herself, thanks. Go on at it, bro. Go at it. Let have at it. If she's gonna be that big of a jerk, then she can do it. She, she you, you can hit the back of her seat, mess with her till she moves up. Yeah, because that lady, uh, uh, yep. it, she's acting like, oh, it's not my problem. When when there's no courtesy there, it's like no courtesy. I'm glad we we agree on the the general premise of if you're in that situation, you need to ask. If they say no, then you give them a hard time. And I can guarantee that that, right. the, yeah. that that her seating situation was probably not that tight that she needed to to recline. But we we can hit on to the I, next thing. Plain etiquette is so absurd to me. People getting on, making it like it's a hotel room in their chairs. If people bring in smelly foods on, people going barefoot on the planes, yep. people just reclining, huge pillows, huge blankets, making it an event. Just sit there and be miserable with the rest of us. <laughs> God. <laughs> and nobody likes flying. No. So why are you trying to make other people miserable? Because people are selfish and they don't They're give a crap. selfish and stupid. You want to talk about someone else that's stupid? Gladly. Taysom Hill. Stupid. Reports came out pretty recently that Taysom Hill uh, states that he sees himself as a franchise quarterback. And he made a statement, Joe, if I'm correct, that he wants to be the franchise quarterback in uh, New Orleans. And if not, then he'll be somewhere else. Do you want to shed a little more uh, light onto this with your information, Joseph? Yeah, so the the general gist here is that there have been there has been over multiple years the constant speculation of the Saints saying without directly coming out and saying it that they want Taysom Hill to be their replacement for their long-term best quarterback in Drew Brees. And this is not the answer. Now, Taysom Hill is very very talented. He's a gadget. He's what I think Tim Tebow should have been easy. He is a weapon. He's an offensive weapon. You can bring him in in certain. Why easy? He's not that good. You look, you can bring him in in certain situations. You can line him up where you need him to. It confuses opposing defenses. And honestly, I'd, I'd, I would like to hear 
or see a statistic for his rate of touches that lead to touchdowns or big plays because he has a, ten- a tendency to do that because opposing teams don't know what the hell to do when there's a quarterback lining up in various situations. He can do a lot of different things. He has a decent arm. But that does not mean he is going to be a franchise quarterback. There's a very good reason why Teddy Bridgewater stepped in and started when Drew Brees had an injury to his thumb. It made a lot of sense. Teddy Bridgewater is the much better quarterback. If they were that confident in Taysom Hill, he wouldn't be the third quarterback on the roster, and he wouldn't be just used as this gadget. He would have been starting during that period of time. It's very clear that they had no confidence in him. And he still has a lot of work to be done on him, and he's over 27 years old despite not being in the league that long. You're not going to commit full-time to him as a franchise quarterback when he's only 27. If they're going to start anew, go with Teddy Bridgewater, who's played a bunch of games, or go and draft someone, develop them, and turn them into your franchise quarterback, someone like Jordan Love. I would be more content with seeing that rather than watching Taysom Hill struggle and then everyone getting upset. I have a lot of bias given my fandom. I think Taysom Hill's asking for a lot, given that he hasn't gotten the team one win, whereas Teddy Bridgewater is the one that went 5-0 and with the Saints in Breeze's absence. You didn't go 5-0, and Taysom Hill. Teddy Bridgewater did. Teddy Bridgewater is a stud compared to you. I like how Taysom Hill uh, can make an impact uh, on different facets of the game. I like that he plays special teams. I like that he can run the rock. That's always fun. But enough. If you really thought... You don't hear Bridgewater coming out and saying this. Bridgewater knows his role and knows what he did and knows that somebody's going to like him after he saw they saw how he, how he played this year. You're in the system, Taysom. That's what you got to play. If you want to aim higher, you can, but you got it pretty good right now. You're the, you know, the most popular kid in school over there. Maybe you should stick with it. Maybe you should just wait it out. Am I wrong, Joe? No, you're not wrong. I I think that he's getting a little bit too tight in the britches, and I think he, he's uh, he's a lot better than he tight actually is. I don't know. That's a weird word. I don't Big know why. Big for your britches. Big for your britches. I, I've heard both things. <laughs> Where have you heard? T- what? Um, that's the show title. Uh, <laughs> Tighten the britches. <laughs> I've heard it before, I think. It's getting lonely there without Brooke, huh? No. Packing up some new vernacular from different media resources. I'm just making crap up at this point. What? What? No, okay. Continuing back with Taysom Hill, though, I think he's getting a little bit too confident in himself. I think that if he sticks with the Saints or he goes somewhere else, he can still be a very, very talented backup that can contribute, play as a tight end, play as a receiver, play as a running back, play as a fullback, punt protect or personal protector on punt. That is great. And I love watching guys like that that can carve out roles for teams and be a contributor to winning teams and consistently winning teams. But I don't think he's proven anything why he should be a starting quarterback. It's not like he's a backup who that we've thought like Nick Foles. Everyone saw him as a backup and saw him come in and start. And then everyone made this decision and and said, and it was pretty clear that he could start for an NFL franchise. Now, he's not very good, but he 
prove that he can start. We haven't seen that from Taysom Hill. Haven't seen a lick of it from him. I'm fine with guys wanting to bet on themselves. It's a, it's a league where you have to be able to do that if you want to move up. You have to say, I'm going to take a shot for, uh, for myself. I just don't think you understand what your role is. I think that Teddy Bridgewater performed Nick Foles, and you were uh, the tight end that threw it to Foles in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Just... I, hey, I wanted to make him be, client of the week, but I, I wanted yeah. to have a nice discussion about it. Yeah. Just Maybe he uh, can not, be the franchise yeah. quarterback for the Los Angeles Wildcats. Maybe that'll work out. But for the NFL, no, that's not gonna that's not gonna happen. Maybe he'll prove us wrong. Maybe. I would just love to keep seeing uh the Falcons defenders crush him on the outside perimeter. All right, Joe. Uh we have some clown of the week here, and we both went basketball this week. That's fun. Uh hoops. You, one more time. <laughs> I, I said shooty hoops. <laughs> God, that's so dumb. I forget what that's from. I just it's it's from something. <laughs> Do you want me to get into mine? Just get into yours, please. Thank you. All right, so mine is Harrison Barnes, and I found this on Twitter, and I thought it was very entertaining. It had to have been brought up. It's a day old. Uh, But Bleacher Report tweeted, Harrison Barnes says he is not shaving or cutting his hair until the Kings hit 500 or the season ends. Well, if you haven't looked at the standings, as of February 12th, they were 23-32. and That's 11 games under 500. So if you already see a picture of him in his current beard status, first of all, he's not grooming it, so it's very unruly. It's very patchy, and I can tell he's not going to touch it up like someone like James Harden does and pays a lot of attention so I am saying he thanks for pointing out my bad math just took me a second to realize that I am saying that he is the clown of the week because dude that thing is going to look disgusting come week or game 82 when you're still not over 500 I don't think that's going to inspire anyone I think it's going to be smelly I think you're going to look like a He's gonna look like a homeless person. At least touch it up, man. If you're gonna do that, you gotta, you gotta touch it up. Because I'm looking at this picture, Sean. You should look at the picture. I've seen on the, the link. Yeah, I just, I this is this is not a good beard. This is not. It's like me trying to do that. If I went 82 games without shaving my facial hair, he can grow it in a little bit better than me. I would actually say a lot better than me. But man, I just, I he doesn't belong having facial hair like that. He needs to, he needs to touch it up. That's too much. It's disgusting. I, I like the idea idea of putting your facial hair on, on the line as a uh, as an ultimatum for the team to get their their game in gear. <laughs> I like that. Like, guys, I'm not gonna shave. So yeah, someone's got to start scoring. <laughs> <laughs> like when he says I, it, it's like, yeah, okay, and then it's like. Come game 60, Marvin Bagley's like, man, dude, you got to shave that thing. We can smell it from the back of the bus. I'm trying my hardest. You got to clean it or something. Please let us shave it. We're trying out here, man. A better better ultimatum that I'd like to see if he just completely let himself go. Like he was just eating fast food all day, every day. You know, not drinking any water. It just, guys. I'm going to start spiraling if we don't start winning. <laughs> so what are we going to do? Or how messed up would it be the opposite that he like wouldn't, he like fasted until they, they reached oh 500 and he's just <laughs> dead by the end of the season. 
<laughs> Harrison Barnes <laughs> averaging uh, two minutes per game given his stamina lev uh, levels during his pr protesting fast of the King's record. <laughs> All right, who's your guy, Sean? Uh, Kevin Durant, he came out with a statement uh, this week about his time in OKC, which I'm glad people are still asking him about that. Athletes love that. He said, quote, in OKC, I played with a lot of athletes. I didn't play with a lot of skill guys. I was just tired of having to be the only guy that could make threes, make jump shots, and consistently make them. Kevin, I like you. I like you as a player. You're one of my favorites. Hometown kid here. You're a dominant player, a first ballot Hall of Famer, and one of the best scorers in NBA history. Not everyone is you. But you also played on a team with two MVPs in succeeding years. So, let's, let's start to work through this. You played with a guy who has now averaged triple-double for three straight years. That takes a little bit of skill. You played with a guy who's maybe the most unstoppable scorer in basketball in James Harden, which is kind of a skill. Now, you didn't have uh, role players like Iguodala or Draymond, or you went to a team with the t two of the top five greatest three-point shooters of all time in Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. So yeah, I guess maybe they had a little more shooting skill than Russell Westbrook and James Harden, but basketball isn't just about shooting, Kevin. It takes a lot of skill to be able to read the court and pass and get boards and, and score. It's just yeah. clown, clown, clown to say that they weren't skill guys. They were just athletes. I, I don't blame you for Is picking him. Go ahead. Go ahead no, no, no. I don't. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just. I don't blame you. I don't blame you for picking him. It makes. It makes 100 sense what you're saying. I mean, is it because Russell Westbrook has been described as having nuclear athleticism? Why you think that he's just an athlete? Is that what it is? Because he's been described as one of the best athletes in the game. Get a grip. Get a grip. You wanted shooters. That's what you wanted. Just say that. You said you wanted three-point shooters. Ah, Kevin. I don't want you to make this the, the, the clown of the week again. Just, you know, be a little better. All right, Joe. Yeah, he he just needs to shut the hell up. I, I, I think that it's at this point where it's been so long since he played in OKC. It doesn't matter anymore. Just he's shut the hell up. I don't think he's, he's turning into Kyrie. He's turning into Kyrie and talking more than Kyrie. He Pe belongs playing with like Kyrie. Anymore. He's just Kevin yeah. Durant now. He's just causing problems for himself. Why stir things up when there's no necessary reasoning to do so just shut the hell up you're not no, playing right now no one wants him to be a villain i like no. kevin durant and it's not even I the good a kind of, of villain do. the good kind of villain's the one that that beats the team that everyone likes or doing what he did is joining the warriors he's just being an ass it's not even like entertaining he's being a prick let's get the shower pissers though shower pissers we are now on to the middle linebacker position Joe's is, eh, mine eh. is pretty good. I had Quan Alexander 
middle linebacker for the San Francisco 49ers. Quan Alexander, a notable, very good player. Uh, Quan Alexander, also a little bit of a uh, passionate guy. But he also did something that is almost unforgivable and immediately makes you a shower pisser, which was claiming that the 49ers defense was the hot boys. When before that, the Dallas Cowboys defense has considered themselves the hot boys for at least one to two years prior. Nickname theft should be taken more seriously than it is. You, you can't have two hot boys in the NFL. Man, you're digging deep over here. You did the, the, the whole... Uh, <laughs> you're like MacGyvering this whole thing of you know, creating a backstory. Am I maybe wrong, the, Joe? Maybe they're calling themselves the Hot Boys because they're all pissing in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that. Maybe the showers that's get why. so hot. Yeah, we can't call ourselves the lukewarm boys. <laughs> hot and gold. Um, Just, he's a shower pisser. Definitely m- ten times out of ten. My pick was Clay Matthews. Oh, out of left field, Clay Matthews. He did some digging on this one, folks. (laughs) Screw you. Not everyone needs to have this elaborate backstory that you create. It doesn't need Uh, to be elaborate. You You could have said Troy Reader from Delaware because we played him. That would have at least been funny. But I don't know Troy Reader. I don't know Troy Reader. Have you ever met He's a Troy linebacker Reader? for the Rams. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you Justin Hogan definitely pissed in the shower. Justin uh, Hogan. Cl- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll Clay Matthews just gives me that stereotypical middle linebacker vibe. He's a bit of a meathead. I think the meathead oh, yeah. pick has worked for me in saying that most, most times there are shower pissers. He comes off as a little greasy. Who I else don't know, does it? I, Brian Cushing. Ah, uh, Brian Cushing would have been a very good pick. Oh, yeah. Okay, screw Gene you. Florinitis, do you think uh, he did? Just screw off. Stop giving me a hard time for picking the obvious one. I Why didn't stuck you with like, pick like Bobby Wagner and, and and just think about it? Bobby Wagner I, doesn't make any sense to me. I don't. There's nothing that comes off from Bobby Wagner. Do you think Luke Keekly emanates it? shower? Uh, no, I think I no. think Luke Keekly's too polite. I don't think Luke Keekly did it. Yeah, I, he. That, it would blow my mind if polite. he was a guy that. It would blow my mind. Uh, one of these days, this, we're. <laughs> go ahead. One of these days, we're gonna get NFL players on this show that are gonna call out people for pissing in the shower. <laughs> I really want that to happen. If we can get Keekly on here, and if he said like Cam did it or Greg Olson did it, I would <laughs> lose my mind. I'd be able to just happily. I, it would make me so happy just to have some honesty because. We're very honest about the pissing in the shower thing. Very. And these are all predictive, yeah. but I'm pretty sure sh- I am very certain that I'm I'm spot on on a lot of these p- predictions that I've made. And mine are deep. Joe's are easy. Oh, screw you. I've had good ones too. Oh, Don't screw you. You've, you have tried too hard on a number of them, so that is worth noting. Okay? I'm sorry for putting effort into the show, Joe. Maybe if you did it, no, you might feel no, a little no, more rewarded no, uh, after you, after you finish. Don't give me that crap. But all I'm saying is if you try too hard, you keep putting together these back, backwards-ass, elaborate backstories, 
it doesn't always work. You can't just you're creating a backstory. You're like creating all this context. I didn't say Quan Alexander lived in a home where they didn't have a toilet, so they had to double it with a shower. <laughs> I said that he was a hot boy. You, and you might he as well. The theft of. <laughs> but what does that have to? What does that have to relate to shower pissing? Just because he stole a nickname? How does that? How does it that means correlate? you don't care about people. It means you're very self-centered, uh, you're egotistical. Oh, you guys had this? Oh, too bad. I have it now. So his thought process when he like how does that uh, I don't I don't He doesn't care I, about people, Joe. I don't know. Okay. Inconsiderate. Aaron. He does what he wants, which is pissing in the shower. Whatever, man. Wanna go to Applebee's? Right. <laughs> There's nothing I would like more than to sit in Applebee's and listen to certain people make up stories. <laughs> Whoa, okay. <laughs> You're so, uh, never mind. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> You're claiming that people make up stuff. Uh, some people, it's, it's, you want to talk who, about trying who, hard. Wait, who do you think? You uh, want to talk about trying hard, Joe? Who, who do you think tries hard? I don't know. I don't know what you're getting at. To be uh, entertaining. Oh, you're talking table. about... You're Who talking do you about think c- tries hard? Nice. Yeah, they c- Yeah, okay. Yeah. You want okay. me to name drop? <laughs> I just... Ended. Your social presences. Your graces on here are terrible. Well, that was the show, everybody. Joe doesn't care about burning bridges anymore. I do, but uh, I don't. who cares? This is Get to the Point. I am Sean Anderson. Uh, this was Joe DeLeon on the other end. You can follow him on Twitter at Joe DeLeon and me on Twitter at SeanAnderson65. The podcast Twitter is GTTP Podcast. We keep on throwing up these just funny-ass tweets that nobody gets. If you listen to the show and you understand our dynamic, it's it, we're doing it for you. Maybe you just think you're funnier than you actually are. Oh, you want to talk about who's had worse tweets? Okay, then. (laughs) As always, we'll get back to you next week. Maybe with fire, maybe without. Thanks for tuning in.